Hello and welcome to another edition of Block Punks with me, Gillian Godsell for the Crypto Writers. Now, in this series, we talk to some of the most fascinating people in the space who are doing new and innovative projects, sometimes with an old spin, sometimes with a totally new, a new, a new look at the world. And today is no exception. Nakib Mohammed is the co-founder and CEO of Merhaba DeFi. Welcome to the show, Nakib. Thank you so much, Gillian. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to have you because this project is fascinating. So it's Marhaba DeFi. And um, well, first of all, you explain what is this project? I think it's, it's amazing. What, what, what is the project? Yeah, so Marhaba DeFi is more of a vision rather than a project. It has a, it has a aim to bring ethical solutions to the, um, to the crypto ecosystem. We were working on different uh, platforms and different ecosystems, and we realized that there is a serious gap that needs to be fulfilled. All the people were talking about DeFi to reach to the unbanked, but people were not talking about DeFi for all inclusiveness. So this is where we found a gap and we needed to fill in. And this is where this project or this vision was born. And this is what we are uh, moving ahead with. What is the gap that you're addressing? All right, uh, good question. So. <clears throat> Um, when we were working on different, uh, me and my co-founders, we were working on different DeFi projects we were doing the research. We understood that uh, most of the DeFi projects, almost all the DeFi projects, they do, not, uh, um, they do not include all the communities. For example, the Islamic community is a faith-based community, which looks into finance from a different perspective. So that's the reason you hear about Islamic finance. Uh, it's a faith-based finance. And UN in general, um, categorizes ethical finance into seven categories and faith-based finance is a, is one part of um, ethical finance. So we understood that uh, Muslims around the world, including me, we did not have a place in the trend in which DeFi was booming. So DeFi boom, as you know, it, 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 it started from June 2020. So June 2020 was the time when there was a spark in this um, and this trend that was going on almost in one line and since June it started booming up. So there were two reasons because of that. One, one was the Coinbase um, announcement where they decided to list DeFi protocols. And the second was the introduction of balancer and balancer compound and yearn finance protocols into the DeFi ecosystem. So this was the time when things started skyrocketing and we know that everybody knows DeFi, what is DeFi and where it is heading today. So this was the spark. And this was a spark which also led us, me and my co-founders, to look into these protocols more because we were more into the enterprise side of distributed ledger technologies. We were not into the financial use cases, especially cryptocurrencies. We were looking into the enterprise use cases. So that was the time we start, started looking at DeFi and we found this gap that it doesn't address the global community, especially the Islamic community, which is a very major community, by the way. I mean, I was in uh, based in Riyadh for the last seven years. Um, and we found that in Saudi Arabia, as you know, it's it's already banned, and in the other Middle Eastern countries as well, it's not openly accepted. There is a debate even now, like every three out of five people debate whether cryptocurrency or its usage is Sharia compliant or if it's allowed in some or not. So we needed to address this. You cannot you cannot stop innovation. You have to accept innovation, and you have to find out how you can benefit. Out of it. So if you strangulate innovation, the world keeps on benefiting from it, and you take a step behind and uh, keep or keep this argument going on whether it is yes or no. So there are a lot of shades in between black and white. It's 
it's not always black or white there are so many shades in between and we need to accept these shades so this is where we started working on this idea of bringing a sharia compliant sharia based uh, islamic financial system into the defi so this is where uh, this vision was born and it's interesting for people who are non muslim faith based finance is a it's a different concept and part of it is that and and by the way this project this vision it's not as you say it's not just for muslims it's 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 to address a gap a, a broader yes. gap for inclusiveness but yeah. there are some elements which i think most people would kind of welcome in terms of like the whole idea about interest and excessive profits are handled in a different way and in a fairer way i think you know the whole volatility of the crypto uh, cryptocurrency marketplace and the defi in particular space there must be a way of of engaging in it without necessarily you know the pump and the dump and all this kind of crazy stuff yeah, yeah. it's uh, ethical is probably a, a, as good a term as any to apply to the approach of mahaba yeah so ethical i won't say that we are the only ethical solutions are there there are many ethical solutions but um the inclusiveness that we are targeting we are the only one we can i can say that with a trumpet uh, we are the only one who are who are aiming at true inclusiveness of all the communities as you said yes you're right it's not uh, only for the muslims it is also for the muslims so that's the reason i mean this is the caption that we are advertising in yellow on on our, on our website that marhaba defi platform is not a muslim only solution but a muslim also solution within quotes <clears throat> yes um, ethical solutions are needed we need to be fair on the financial system we need to we do not need to be brutal and still and we need to believe that being ethical we can still be at a benefit we can still reap the goodness out of out of the innovations out of the out of the financial systems both for us and as well for the community how do you tie together so you have a, a vision for the technology how do you ensure that it it stays within the faith uh, basis what what experts are you bringing in to make sure it remains sharia compliant all right so when this vision was born and we thought of building everything ground up under the governance and the guidance of uh, of scholars and experts who understand islamic finance and cryptocurrency so this this was one of the biggest challenge we had in this uh, uh, in this road map because it was very very difficult to find scholars who had three things at the same time one of uh, islamic uh, knowledge about islamic finance second knowledge about cryptocurrency and blockchain and third and most important positive about blockchain and cryptocurrency so having all of this concept in in in, in one researcher or scholar was the most difficult part but yes we were very successful and we are very proud of the uh, of the sharia team that we have um, on on board um, as part of the project so so these are the so this is the team that ensures that everything that we build from ground up let it be the product or the marketing strategy or the partnerships or even the investments are within the boundaries of ethics and within the boundaries of of islamic finance so it's their job it's not mine my job is to is to is to accept what they propose to us and uh, make sure that the technological side and the technological feasibility is met with uh, uh with, with the vision or the or the or the proposals that this team has for us so that means and people when the site goes live when you launch they don't have to think either they'll know that what's been presented to them will be within the guidelines and that's kind of the beauty you don't have to second guess what's happening yeah so if you're talking about the people so this people is uh this if you're talking about the islamic uh, community 
So we did a lot of research um, before building this and before coming out with proper concepts uh, that what does this community want? What does the Islamic community want from blockchain cryptocurrency? There were two fundamental problems. One, one, and, uh, one uh, that is most important is, uh, is cryptocurrency Sharia compliant? Is it halal? Which coins are halal? And where to find this? So these were like fundamental problems that's there within this community. I mean, today you go to any cryptocurrency uh, community which is dominant by Muslims, and you will find that these are the questions. Like nine in, nine out of ten questions are related to this question: that is, um, Dogecoin halal? Is Shiba Inu halal? I mean, these are questions. So we wanted to address this problem so that people don't ask this again and again. So we designed this entire uh, platform. To start with, we are coming out with, with this wallet, which is a very unique wallet in its own way. Uh, in the gradual discussion, uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about what the wallet does. But yes, so this wallet solves the problem. Anything that is listed in this wallet, anything that is available in this wallet is as per the guidelines and the Sharia uh, standards that our team is meeting with. Obviously, they will be again governed and approved and audited by independent external bodies and auditors across the globe. We will be open to that. But uh, we can say with confidence that everything and anything that is part of the solution that is offered as part of the solution will be Sharia compliant. So tell me about the roadmap of the project and the vision. Where, where are you at the moment? Where are you heading for? All right. So this project or this vision um, started like around nine months back. We had a lot of humps and hiccups in between. We had to, um, I mean, it was originally part of the project that we were working on. Then when we started working on the concept of uh, of a Sharia compliant sub offering of the, of the primary product, uh, we got this reviews from scholars and people across uh, the communities that uh, you need to separate it because a non-Sharia compliant and a Sharia compliant solution cannot be part of the same platform. I mean, cannot it should not be, it doesn't look good to be part of the same platform. So we decided to move it out. We named it um, uh, and then we, uh, when when moving forward, when we were looking into the incorporations and the legal side and uh, that part of the project, we found that uh, the name that we chose for the project was even not compatible or it was not being accepted by the registration authorities uh, of the government. So we had to rebrand it again. So this is like the, like the Marhaba is the third name and the final name that has been proposed for this project. And this is this will be the commercial name going forward. We were fine with it because those were the initial days. We were not very well known in the market. We were not. We had not started marketing effectively and uh, and broadly. So it was. So the so the changes were well accepted, and we are open to discuss with anyone who asks this question. Okay, few months back you were so and so, and why you were so? I mean, these are very straightforward and uh, um, and and clear points that we can discuss on. Uh, what we feel that everything happens for good. Uh, this is what our belief is. So Marhaba, the name suggests. It defines our vision. Maraba in Arabic, it means welcome. So when you're talking about inclusiveness, that means you are welcoming the whole community, the whole ecosystem to the platform. So it defines the vision. The logo in itself has a story to tell. The token has its own standard. Since we are the first, we are the, we are the market movers in the space, uh, we needed to set standards in everything. Even in the token, if you see, we, there is a lot of thought that has gone into the shape of the token. Usually, the coins are designed, the tokens are designed as, as, as spherical coins everywhere. But we decided, we, we wanted to make it sure that people see the shape of this and they understand, no, it's not a coin, it's actually something else. And this is what we call as a token. And people need to understand from, the, from itself that 
there is a difference between a coin and a token we are not a coin marhaba will not have a coin it will have a token so coin as you know is the native cryptocurrency of a of any blockchain and token is the is a is a smart contract or the cryptocurrency uh, of and financial application built on top of a blockchain so we are not building a blockchain marhaba is is being built as an application with platform on top of blockchains and the medium of exchange and the medium and the means of transactions in this will be a token and not a coin so there's a lot of thought that has gone into the shape of the token itself the logo as we said there's a story behind the logo there are two triangles one is the triangle with the stripes so those are the stacks so these are the different offerings that will be having as part of the platform and there's a there's a, a single green triangle that holds the stack together so that is the governance or the ethics that will hold this offerings together so moving forward as i said we it will not be one single product it will be a platform we are moving we are uh, aiming towards the ecosystem there are a lot of product ideas that are lined up it's a very very ambitious project very ambitious project i can tell you so to fulfill this ambition we need to start with something we cannot have a mixture of everything at the beginning uh, it it will it will look as uh, immature from the project side so just like google uh, one of our uh, uh, teammates he always gives this example of google so google never started with youtube instagram uh, sorry not instagram google and uh, um, youtube and emails and everything to it did not start it started with just a search engine with a simple box people will search and they will get it will be uh, easy to use ui they will get effective results it started with this and gradually it expanded it started partnering uh, pa- partnering with other organizations acquiring popular products so this is how google expanded so this is the best way how we need to do and since we are bootstrapped we are a team of uh, technologists who came together to uh, to work on this vision together we are we can say i mean we, uh, usually people don't speak about the weakness but i think uh, there is nothing to hide even we are a team of technologists who do not have much experience on a on a polished area of business so we came ahead to build this vision together we refined a concept we faced a lot of hurdles we still we stayed together all these 8 to 9 months uh, i'm really really proud of this team and the vision that we have seen together now we are at a stage that the concept is built the initial concept is built and we have published the concept paper that we call as a light paper we have published the sharia research paper that will accompany this light paper because people will ask okay you said sharia compliant how is it how mm-hmm. how do you certify this coin how do you say that uh, the N- the nft marketplace is sharia compliant and so all these questions are being un- answered as part of the accompanying sharia research paper that's there on the website and we have this light paper and we have started our private sales for the uh, uh, for for the token so how a defi company how a defi project usually operates and how is it different from a traditional software based implementation is that the seed funding or the initial uh, fundraising that's done to propel the project to fund the project is called as the seed in seed phase or the angel investment phase in those projects but in defi it's called as the private sales the seed sale so now we are at a stage when we uh, when we have uh, when we have started the private sales behind this also we had a, a target that we will not do fundraising just based on the <clears throat> concept uh usually i have seen a lot of projects that they have done the fundraising based just on the white paper uh so we wanted to have something tangible in hand so that is why like we uh we funded ourselves together we we pulled in the funds and we started the development so the wallet the first version of the wallet the wallet will be in multiple phases because the wallet in itself is a uh 
very very um, uh, unique proposition that we are coming out with so it will have phases because this is what our funds could suffice with so um, 50% of the wallet development is complete of the first phase the android version is complete we have tested it the ios development is ongoing the nft platform will be built on the binance smart chain and the polkadot smart chain the polkadot uh, development is complete we are working on the final um, uh, final you can say final polishing of the of the ui the binance smart chain development is almost 55 60% complete so this is where we are and now when we did certain developments then we started the private sale so that when we go to our investors we can tell them guys what we are talking we are capable of it we are just not i mean i can write that okay dogecoin will go to the moon how you are going to do it so so we must show the capability we must show uh, that we have we have done our homework we have the we 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 came this far with whatever resources we had but to move ahead we need support from the community we need to raise funds and this is where we are and that is the reason why we are raising funds so everything has an answer by default and even uh, behind this also even a legal incorporation we, we were like very careful about the jurisdiction where we wanted to incorporate and that is the reason we chose australia because australia has a uh, very strong rules and they are very particular about the <clears throat> about the cryptocurrency laws so an australian jurisdiction itself gives a lot of credibility to the project so excellent so this you, is the you, current status you've based the company in a, a a country that its people recognize it's not maybe you know a, a caribbean island uh, no offense to caribbean islands you have uh, 50% built some of the initial projects you have a team that's working hard you're open for conversations and you're open for honesty about where you are um so if people want to find you and if they want to uh, invest where do they go all right so uh, yes we are very transparent every single team member in a in a project has a publicly verifiable reputation so anybody can verify and check the background of any of our teammates and we are we, we are open to answer any questions that come ahead so this is like part of our uh, part of our thought process to keep everything transparent this is part of the ethics as well i mean if you are promoting ethics we have to be ethical in every sense and um, uh, every information is present in the website whatever is not present on the website we are open to discuss we have a telegram community where we are very active uh, we have a scheduled voice chat session uh, next saturday on the 29th of uh, um, of may we have a scheduled voice chat session with the community so we'll be having lot of engagements in which we would try to be as close to the community as possible and if people want to reach you how do they reach you Uh, me as personally they can oh, reach out the, to me i'm saying the website the the telegram okay. yeah so so address. so the website yeah so the website is marhabadefi.com m a r h a b a d e f i.com so that's the website and all the links are present there the social media links and uh, even even the team members they are linked to the uh, linkedin profiles from there so so marhabadefi.com is a place where one can land up and from there you can you can go wherever you are there are even contact addresses and emails that are present so that people can reach out to us brilliant thank you very much for your time today and keep it's been fascinating i look forward to following this with interest going forward thank you so much jillian uh, this is built for the community and we just hope that we are uh, able to give what the community needs and what and not what we want to offer very well said thank you thank you so much jillian